you know, welcome to the call tonight. Uh, we appreciate you being on. Uh, we are obviously in uncharted territory, and we apologize for the delays, the challenges of getting in, and we'll we'll place this call for recording. So, buenos noches. We appreciate everybody being on. And uh, I just want to speak to you for a moment or two here tonight before I turn the call over to Johnson. You know, for me, this is not that different of territory. Uh, many of you know my background. I started a National Cancer Foundation where there were 150 people a day dying around me, uh, about 50,000 people a year. So my job was to innovate and try and do something that no one had ever done before to try and stop uh, colon cancer. Um, I pulled up an old post. Jonathan, you'll decide if we'll go to Zoom. I'm seeing the messages. Um, I pulled up an old post this morning when I was looking at the CEO call. And the post from several months ago was that we had record numbers of our attendees on tour. We had record numbers of enrollments. We had record numbers of contracts. And there were lives changing all over the United States in power. And it's interesting because we have the same message today. You know, we just got off a tour, uh, one of the largest tours we've ever had, sponsored by some of the largest companies in the world. And we had one of the most successful tours that we've ever had. And this is exactly what we do. I mean, this is part of Power's DNA, innovation. We're a, we're a blank canvas. And that's where, in my mind, greatness lives. Greatness lives in innovation. Greatness fig lives in figuring out how to find a way. You know, right now I'm hearing inspiring stories, you know, of our representatives, many of them still knocking on doors, meeting on the front porch, sitting out by the pool, uh, replacing their, their events with, with, with online events, their live events. And the message to the consumer out there is that, look, if you're in Florida and Texas and many of our major markets right now, you know, we got people at home. They've got their families at home now. The temperatures are creeping up. Summer's upon them. Their usage is up. And there's as much reason or more reason for them to go solar now than they've ever gone before. And now it's, it's great to see our leaders being so inspiring and offering people incentives. They'll pay their electric bill for three months. They'll pay their electric bill for six months. They'll pay their electric bill for a year. I've seen all kinds of innovations to have consumers to continue to keep their eye on the ball. And that's what Eduardo and William and Fareed and Charles and Diego and Manola and Melissa and Jose and so many others are doing Luigi every single day. And that's what our management team is doing every single day. And what's happening is people are developing new skill sets. Like my daughter is learning telemedicine because she can't practice in the office. If right now you take advantage of this moment in time, you will be developing skill sets that you will use for the rest of your life, inside of power and outside of power. And if we look at this realistically, not taking advantage of a marketplace, but being understanding of what's happening around us, there are more people looking for something today than there have ever been in the history of man and womankind. Not only are solar professionals looking for things because our companies are going to be closing some of them around them. Entrepreneurs are looking for something because they don't know exactly what their future is going to look like. And that's why we've switched the live Texas tour to the virtual tour. And it will be a sellout. We'll have so many people on. We'll have so many new enrollees. That's what we're doing. And we're launching an online sales technique course with Charles Thompson. Charles Thompson has gone 12 for 12 in his last 12 online presentations. What's that look like? 30, 40, 50, $60,000 in a two-week period of time? How is that? 
and I'm going to launch an online team building uh, uh, course on how to build teams on Facebook and LinkedIn. Look, maybe I'm crazy, folks, but this is just the way I'm built. We know there are challenges ahead. Jonathan will talk about that. But we have a chance for greatness right now. This is where greatness lives. This is where we dig in and we do it different and we do it better and we do it more effective than anybody else in the world because we can't. Look, Power has spent four years, five years, establishing itself as this extraordinary platform. And what it's becoming is this platform to teach an online business career where people can build a six-figure income in a matter of months. No one sells better online than we do. No one closes better on Zoom than we do. And no one is going to sustain through these challenging times better than we are if you just stay the course and be great right now. My job is to drive that message and be here for you and assist you and help you in the creation and the evolution of your business. Great CEOs, their job is to look three months down the road, six months down the road, run the numbers, look at best and worst case scenarios, and guide their executive team and their management team and their leadership through, through times like this. And I've been around, folks, and there's nobody I'd rather go through this war with, this pandemic with, this guidance with, than your CEO, Jonathan Budd. Jonathan, talk to him. All right, Mr. Smith. Um, I echo that message 100%, my friend. There is no doubt that in times of great crisis, in times of great challenge, that um, we all have a choice. You know, we can look in the mirror and we can ask ourselves, you know, who are we going to be? Are we going to be leaders or are we going to be, you know, uh, followers? Are we going to be fear-based? You know, are we going to be anxious? Are we going to be, you know, cowering and running away from the challenges or are we going to be meeting them head on? Are we going to be rising to the occasion? Are we going to be really exemplifying the leadership that we want in the world and who we want to be in the world? And, you know, very often um, you don't get a chance to this. So I think that while we are clearly going through a crisis right now in the world and we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about the impacts that uh, our executive team is foreseeing, our board of directors is foreseeing. Uh, while we're going to talk about all that, um, you know, the truth is also that in every crisis, there is opportunity. And if you look at the, <laughs> the last crisis um, and what happened in 2008 and 2009, there was tremendous opportunity uh, for the people who played it smart and did not lose their cool and did not let fear consume them, who thought rationally, logically, who developed a plan. And um, here's what we know about pandemics and, and crises like these. They end. You know, they don't last forever. And uh, once they're over and once they end, um, you know, if you played your cards right, you've got a chance to emerge ahead. And so that's the vision that I'm holding for everyone on this line. Of course, it's what our vision is. You know, we... We kind of view ourselves and view our leadership and view our company as a company that's going to thrive no matter what the world throws at us. And whereas many others may not, and many others might be shutting doors, might be uh, not know how to adapt, not know how to change, you know, our, our mindset is growth. How do we grow from this? How do we learn from this? How do we test and test and test new things and new ideas so that we continue to thrive and shine through whatever the world throws our way. And that's what we're doing. 
ladies and gentlemen. That is what we are doing. Um, we are absolutely kicking butt and taking names right now. You know, this month is a record month. The number of installs we are putting up this month is almost a month. I mean, that's just insane. And we grew that much the month before. Our contract numbers have been growing 25% a month. You know, when you do that math, it means the company is doubling multiple times a year. That's all of you, right? That's all of us. Like, our model is absolutely kicking butt, taking names, proving itself as, you know, really the fastest growing model in all of solar. And that's who we are. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> and the reality is um, a pandemic then hit. And so, you know, this is not unique to anyone. Um, this is something that we're all going through. Every single one of us are going through this right now. And, um, you know, my job as a CEO is to, you know, basically um, see the future. You know, to the best of my ability, it's to see the future. It's to develop a theory, a, a thesis about the future, and then try to test that thesis and poke holes in it and get lots of feedback and then develop a plan, you know, to account for what we think that future is going to be. And so, you know, it's always important that each of us make the choice that we're going to be leaders, that we're going to stay inspired, that we're going to hold ourselves accountable to our goals. Um, all of that is true, and it's never going to change. And it's also true that we need to not be in denial about what's happening. We need to not be in uh, delusion about what's happening. Because I think the reason why <laughs> the reason why this country is, you know, woefully behind many other countries right now in terms of testing, even though we had months to prepare for this, is pretty much because we're all just in denial. I mean, we've been sitting there looking at China for two months, go through a ridiculous, unprecedented explosion of this virus, and what were we all thinking? Like, it just wasn't going to happen to us? Like, oh, that's China's problem. I mean, the infectious disease experts, you know, the, the, the community of, uh, that is responsible for world health, they knew this was coming. The signs have been everywhere for months. And I think that if there's any theme to learn about how you manage a crisis, it's don't be in denial. If you're in denial that a crisis exists, then you don't start taking any action until it punches you in the face. And if you wait till it punches you in the face, you're way behind. And um, unfortunately, that seems to be how a lot of crises are dealt with in our world, you know, and it's across every spectrum. You know, as human beings, we just got to get better. <laughs> we got to get better about facing the facts as early as possible. I love Jim Collins, uh, his book, From Good to Great, classic book. What did he say about the executive teams, the leadership teams that – that survive, that create the biggest returns, he said they confront the brutal facts. They confront the brutal facts. They don't live in delusion. They don't ignore them. They don't deny them. Whatever the brutal facts are, as brutal as they may be, the people who win the most, who thrive, they confront them. They're willing to be with them. And because they're willing to be with them, you know, they can develop a plan for how they're going to solve you know, whatever challenges come their way. So, you know, I think it's important first and foremost that we all kind of level set with what we're going through right now. 
And I don't know where everybody's at. I've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of weeks, and I've been tracking this and working on this and planning for this and developing documents and SOPs and contingency plans for uh, the last two weeks before it all kind of really blew up. And um, most people I'm still talking to are in some kind of, I don't know what the right word is for it, they're behind. They're behind on the knowledge. Um, they really still haven't fully grokked the enormity of what is going on right now. Um, there's unfortunately way too many people that are trying to say that this is a media thing, the media is, uh, this is media hysteria, the media is hyping this up. Um, that is not the case, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we need to confront some brutal facts. It is not an issue of the media. The media is going to do what the media does. If the media has a story, they're going to report on it till we're all blue in the face, and they're going to try to drive as many advertising dollars as they can. And that's what the media does. Uh, but, but the media did not manufacture a global pandemic. And when you really look at the data on this pandemic, um, you know, there's some things that we've got to be ready for, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this is, this is not going away anytime soon. It's not. Um, we have a virus that is ridiculously contagious. The virus uh, spreads before anyone knows they have symptoms. There is a 5- to 14-day incubation period where we have proven that you are shedding this virus and you're not showing any symptoms and you're infecting other people. And because of that, the average person who gets this virus is infecting, on average, 2.5 people, which is one of the biggest viral coefficients uh, you, you, you could imagine. I mean, that's incredibly viral. It means that this thing is, is going to grow exponentially, okay? This is not just a little bit worse than the flu. This is a mortality rate of 10 times the flu. And it's not even about the mortality rate. It's about the trickle-down impact of what happens when 20% of all the cases of people who contract this virus end up hospitalized. And the only reason why the mortality rate isn't higher is because we have people hooked up to ventilators so that we can pump oxygen through their lungs when their lungs no longer work. And we keep them alive when otherwise they'd be dead. And we do that long enough, you know, for the body to, you know, try to find a way to fight the infection. So, you know, you're talking about a virus that uh, all the, the health experts and disease experts are saying is highly likely that 40 to 70% of the adult population of the world is going to contract this virus. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. 40 to 70% of the adult population of the world is going to contract this virus. That's how viral it is. Um, you know, look at what's being done in China to try to stop this. Look at what's happening in Europe. Look at what's going on in America right now. Okay, well, now think about how is Iran going to handle this? How is Mexico going to handle this? How is, you know, El Salvador going to handle this? I mean, the virus is already on every continent. So bottom line, everybody, I mean, this is not going away anytime soon. Okay, this virus is going to be out there for a while. And there's only two ways that this ends. And number one is we develop a vaccine or some kind of treatment. And that is likely not going to happen, you know, in under 18 months. 
Uh, and number two, and this is still not proven, uh, but this is how pandemics stopped themselves in the past, uh, you develop herd immunity, community immunity, meaning enough of the population is infected with the virus that their immune systems uh, develop an appropriate defense and they can no longer be infected. Now, we still don't know if that's going to happen with this virus. We don't know if it's going to mutate. We don't know if it's going to become, become like the flu. We don't know if there's going to be seasons. So it's still just a theory that community immunity is a possible way that this ends. But either way, you know, we got to take a cold, hard look and realize that, um, you know, for the next 18 months or longer or maybe less, but it's going to be a while, um, you know, this is going to be out there. And, you know, while this is going on, social distancing is going to be in effect. And so, you know, why have you seen such a huge focus from companies on working remotely and uh, changing strategies and change, changing sales strategies? Because for, for the time being, you know, that is the new environment that a lot of us are playing in. And thankfully, we have phenomenal leaders and phenomenal experts like Charles Thompson and many others who are making sales and, and, and closing deals like you wouldn't believe all over Zoom. So if anyone thinks that you can't do this remote, you know, obviously you're disproven. You know, there's tremendous amounts of people who are knocking out of the park, making life-changing income, selling, selling online and selling over Zoom all day long. But we're going to have to be great. You know, we're going to refine those Zoom strategies. Uh, we're going to refine our lead generation strategies. We're going to do all the things that we do, and, and we, will make through, we will make it through. We will adapt to whatever is going on in our world and in our environment. So, you know, long-term outcome on this, I think everybody has to be prepared that, you know, the, the social distancing kind of recommendations we're getting right now are probably going to be around for a while. Um, they're probably not going to go away anytime soon. And, you know, we need to prepare for that. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're never going to, you know, be in contact with people. We're not going to be in contact with people. I mean, of course things are going to change. We're going to learn how to balance living with this virus with living our lives and, um, and, and, and getting our lives back on track and getting our economy back on track. All that's going to happen because um, there's no other way. And, this isn't the first time mankind has lived through a pandemic. It is the first one that's happened of this magnitude in 100 years, though. So we really need to put that in perspective. I mean, this is, this is huge. This, this has not happened this bad in over 100 years. So, I mean, it's, it's intense that we're living through this right now. Um, but we know pandemics end, and, and we know this one will end, too. So, you know, long-term, you know, I think we all have to be looking at making some pretty big adjustments to our life, to our lifestyles. The social distancing thing is real. It's not going away. Um, you know, of course, we're going to make our own choices. Of course, customers are going to make their own choices. Some people may be okay with meeting in person, and a lot of people might not be okay with meeting in person. You know, we're just going to have to navigate all of that terrain um, as it unfolds. But I, I want to make sure that everybody's also especially conscious of what could take place over the next two to three months. Um, so in my research of pandemics, they really happen in three phases. Um, a lot of global pandemics, you can look at, you know, three phases and, 
it's a fairly common pattern, a fairly common cycle. So we're in phase one right now. And phase one is actually the phase when the least amount of people die. Um, and basically, you know, once the population becomes aware that there's a highly contagious infectious disease um, and, you know, they start taking extreme measures exactly like we're doing right now to slow it down, to stop it from spreading. Um, obviously, you cannot just let it go viral because it would overwhelm the healthcare system. It would overwhelm all of our support systems we have in place to keep, you know, our population healthy. And it's not just, you know, can we care for coronavirus patients? It's if we let the virus go completely viral, then all of a sudden the hospital is is overfilled with patients, you know, with, you know, this severe pneumonia-like complications, and now they can't treat anybody. So if I get cancer, or I have a heart attack, or I have a stroke, or I have, you know, a liver failure, or if I have anything, you know, there's no capacity for our healthcare system to support uh, the population anymore. So, you know, it's essentially completely devastating to the healthcare system that is one of something maybe we take for granted, you know, even a little bit in this country that we've got this system to fall back on if there's emergencies. But, you know, it's, it's not feasible that we let that get overtaken. And that is why, you know, which many people still may struggle with or not understand, it's, it's why governments are taking such extreme action uh, right now to basically shut down the world. Uh, because we've got to control the viral nature of this of, of of the growth of this virus, and we've got to flatten the curve. You've probably seen the graph everywhere: flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. It's very true. Um, the curve needs to be flattened. Healthcare system and all the people that rely on it, and you know that's millions and millions of lives at stake. Um, you know that's the equivalent of like a world war you know, a world war, basically. So, um, you know, it's not something to take lightly, and we got to do it. And so for the short term, phase one, um, usually there's these very strict measures in place, and uh, it's to contain the, the virus as much as we can to slow it down. And we think that these strict measures are going to last a couple months at least, and we think that, um, you know, we're going to see, you know, shelter-at-home mandates similar to what has started to happen in California and is now spreading across the country, you know, we're seeing people ordered to stay at home um, and non-essential businesses shut down. And this absolutely does have an impact on the solar industry. Um, you know, we can't get a permit uh, if there's nobody at the county permit office. You know, we can't uh, get equipment if, you know, the equipment distributor is not allowed to, to go into work. So it is important that we understand that, you know, these things are going to impact in the short term the supply chain. It's going to impact in the short term, um, you know, typical day-to-day -day operations and installs, and that's already being seen in California. And, again, you know, this is not unique to us. It's not unique to even the solar industry. It's every single business, <laughs> every single one. Um, so these are these are these are crazy times we're living in, and um, trust me when I say that you know we don't have it all figured out today. But trust me when I say we got plans. We got plans for, of course, you know how to make it through this, how to continue to support everyone's business, 
uh, how to continue to do the right thing, how to continue to show up and be leaders, how to continue to show up and be economic generators for our economy. Um, you know, this is an unprecedented event that's taking place. I mean, all of us know this by now, right? I mean, when in modern history can you look at an example of uh, the world economy just kind of coming to a grinding halt? You know, it's one thing if you enter into a recession and, you know, sales go down or there was a crisis in the financial industry, you know, which sparked the last recession. You know, people, a lot of people lost their jobs. You know, it's an entirely different thing when the money and the cash that fuels the world just stops, when the government is telling businesses to shut down and that there's no more money and they're going to have to go months without a dollar of revenue, um, you know, and and people are going to, you know, lose their jobs. I mean, this is, this is crazy. You know, there's never been something like this. So, you know, we've also got to take a look at the long-term implications and short-term implications of, you know, just what we're heading into. And it's becoming pretty clear that um, this is going to spark a pretty major recession. And obviously the stock markets are reflecting that. They're already 35% off their high. Um, and we'll see where that goes. You know, it certainly wouldn't be surprising uh, if it goes lower if we find that, um, you know, these shelter-at-home mandates are – are going to last longer than, uh, than than the market is expecting or pricing. Um, but, you know, we've all got to understand that we're heading into a recession and uh, there's going to be a lot of people out there that are hurting, a lot of us, you know, maybe even, you know, all of us. And during this time, you know, we've got to come together as a community, you know. <laughs> and it, uh, it, it, it warms my heart to hear and see all that people are sharing out there on social media and many others, because this is something that we're all going through. And I think that it's a humongous opportunity uh, for mankind right now, a humongous opportunity for our human family um, to really come together, to really come together, to really unite around a challenge that um, has the ability to impact us all and affect us all and make it through together. And what I can tell you is that even though, um, you know, we are seeing shelter-at-home mandates and uh, we're navigating those, we're developing plans for those, um, those are short-term. You know, they cannot have, you know, these types of extreme restrictions in place forever. You know, that just doesn't work, right? So at some point, you know, the mandates have to be lifted um, because, you know, life needs to resume. You cannot just shut it all down forever. Um, and, you know, what we see is that our product and our platform is going to be more relevant than ever. Um, you know, you could see mass unemployment. You're going to see mass unemployment. I mean, over the next couple months, a majority of the American workforce is not going to have anything to do. Um, you know, 70% of the workforce is, uh, is inside of retail establishments, restaurants, businesses that they cannot do inside their home. They have to be going to work somewhere. And the majority of those people are not going to have anything to work on for the next two months, maybe. Um, you know, nobody really knows. It could be a couple weeks. It could be three months. So, you know, we think that that's going to go very well for a business like ours. You know, just think about it. 
you know, somebody can earn enough money with a single sale to pay their mortgage, rent, put food on their table, groceries. I mean, this is real life-changing money. And they have all the time in the world because they're stuck at home. And we have the best mentorship, the best training, the best platform that exists in the industry. And our product is saving people money. And just like you heard from Bobby, trust me, we're already thinking about promotions and ideas and ways that we can help people through this time. You know, if you just lost your job, and we can help you pay for your utility bill expenses for the next three months, six months, or even a year, depending on promotions that we can offer. Um, I mean, my God, how's that going to impact your life? How's that going to alleviate your stress and, and anxiety? Our product is an absolute winner in this environment and we're going and people again more than ever are thinking about how do i how can i be independent of this system look at the fragility of this system i mean this is mind-boggling ladies and gentlemen a freaking bat just think about this a freaking bat in some podunk market in china that no one's ever even heard of a bat a little microbe living on a bat in some market in China no one's ever even heard of, shut down the entire global economy within three months. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, could Trump, could any world leader ever have had the power to do anything like this? No, they couldn't have. There's not a single human even remotely powerful enough to cause even a fraction of the damage. You know, the influence that this one little bat caused in some market in China. Now, if that doesn't show you how connected our world is today, how globally connected this world is, the, the fragility of this system, I don't know what would. But I damn well know that it makes me happy that I have solar on my home and I can generate my own energy because I don't want to depend on a utility. Uh, I don't want to depend on an oil company. You know, the more that we can, you know, grow our own food, produce our own energy, you know, be our own bosses, be our own businesses. You know, the more control we have over our own lives, uh, the, the safer we are, right? The more secure we are to the extent that we have independence in this way. What are we offering? We're offering independence. We're offering savings. We're offering uh, much-needed lifeblood and lifelines for income and prosperity and abundance through what is going to be a difficult recession uh, for this country and for this world. I mean, every way you spin this, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have the chance to be a beacon of light right now. No pun intended. <laughs> beacon of light, you know, that is our product. We are bringing light to the world, sunshine to the world, and the world needs us. The world needs us right now, my friends. So, you know, yes, um, we have some crazy times ahead and yes, we're going to get through it all together. And yes, you know, this might be one of the first events in a hundred years that has unite that has the ability to unite the human family and bring us together um, to overcome these challenges in ways that you know very few things ever have. And I commit to you that your team at Power, uh, your support network at Power, we're going to do every possible thing we can to support you to support your family, to support your life, to be there for you um, so that we can continue to do what we do, which is be great and make our dreams come true, make our goals come true, make our visions come true, and, 
and feel proud of who we are and what we do in the world. You know, that's what we're about, and that's what we're going to continue to be about, and I promise you nothing is going to stop us. I'm personally not afraid of, of the storm. You know, I was built for this. Our team was built for this. Um, we are wartime. I'm a wartime CEO. I like to fight. <laughs> so trust me when I say that this company is going to be okay. Um, and my top priority is just making sure we do the best we can by everybody and, and, uh, and take care of everybody, support everybody the best we can, and be innovative and solve the challenges ahead and uh, be a shining example uh, for many to follow and, and, and help help as many people as we can get through this time. And uh, that's the truth. And the last thing I want to say, and this is just kind of a side note, you know, I think it's always interesting, you know, what, um, you know, what we can reflect on uh, when events are happening in the world. And, you know, right now we have a pandemic happening and, uh, you know, <laughs> that's no small thing. Um, but when a pandemic is happening, uh, what's what's the, what what should we be focused on? What should one of the things that we should be focused on during a pandemic? Any ideas? Any ideas? Number one, build your immune system. <laughs> so this may seem like an obvious suggestion, but I just want you to all really consider this. You know, the the virus is most lethal to those of us who have weakened immune systems, and your immune system is a part of you. Your immune system is a muscle. You can make it stronger. You can develop it. You can build it. You can have a relationship with your immune system. You know, there's things you can do, like exercise and activities. Uh, there's nutrition. There's things you can eat. Um, and, and all of these are very important. And I'm going to encourage every single person on this call to take a hard look at themselves and say there's a virus ravaging the world right now. It's likely going to be around for a long time. It's everywhere, and there's no cure for it, so it's not going away. Um, and, you know, I need to take a hard look at myself and, and, and the choices I'm making and make sure that I'm doing the right thing by my immune system. So I'm inviting you guys to all take that perspective and start eating better, you know, healthy, leafy greens, whole foods, stay away from the toxic foods, processed foods, you know, all that junk which weakens your immune system, it, it kills you basically. Um, you know, eat whole foods, healthy foods, greens, and that's going to super strengthen your immune system. Get your exercise, get your activity, do your meditation, do the things that make you happy and peaceful and calm because the number one thing that impacts our immune system, I know you guys know what I'm going to say, it's stress. It's stress. Now, I'm just going to ask you this question. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, and we're all figuring out together. But let me ask you, does stress help you make it any better? No, it does not. These things are going to happen no matter what. So stress is a choice. And the truth is that we get to choose how we approach our challenges. We get to choose. And I'm inviting you all right now, I'm inviting us as a community to choose to the best of our ability to not stress about everything. And trust me, that is hard. I know. I stress about stuff all the time, okay, which is why we have to work at it. It might seem paradoxical. You're working to not stress. Uh, but this is an important muscle to develop. 
because stress is one of the most proven killers of our immune system. When we're in stress, our body is literally uh, releasing cortisol all throughout our body, and we're, we're, we're channeling energy away from vital functions like our immune system and even some of our organs because we're on high alert for danger. And so your body is telling you that it's more important to have all of your energy marshaled for danger than it is to actually uh, have energy focused on your immune system right now or your immunity. This is the science of how it works. And, you know, that's no joke. You want your energy, you want your body focused on your immune system right now. And if you're anxious, if you're stressed out, you know, your body can't focus on its immune system. It, it's not going to be, it's not, gonna, it's not how it works. So I'm inviting everybody. This is the time to do your practices. Do the things that make you calm. If you're the type of person on the line right now who's like, shit, I'm never calm. <laughs> now is the time to find some practices. Now is the time. I mean, what else are we going to do? Everybody's going to be in social isolation. We're all going to be sitting at home a lot of the time. Now is the time to go online, do some research, find some practices, go for walks, develop a meditation practice. What the heck? Nothing else to do. Find a book. Uh, find mantras and exercises and visualizations and your favorite podcasts and authors and speakers. Find what works for you to calm yourself down, to not approach the challenges ahead with stress and anxiety. And let's make that a, a, a core commitment that we all have, because if we uh, find a way to be bigger than our stress and bigger than our, our anxiety, I promise you we're going to make better choices, we're going to beat these challenges, we're going to solve whatever's going on that we come up against in the business, we're going to communicate more effectively to our customers, we're going to be leaders for the people around us who need examples of people who are showing how to live through this time, and we're going to be healthier. And our immune system is going to be stronger, and that is your best defense against this virus. And you got to understand that they're predicting most of the world is going to get this virus. So, you know, we, we want to have strong immune systems, and that's your best defense. So in any case, that is my uh, pulpit for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'll hop off my soapbox, um, but I really felt that it was, um, I really felt that it was, it was purposeful tonight to kind of have a broad strokes CEO update call and just really talk just as humans about what's going on, what's going on in our world, process it together. There's a lot to process. This is a lot to take in. Um, let's be support for each other. Let's be emotional support for each other. Um, you know, let's be physical support for each other. Let's be there for each other throughout this time. Let's understand what we're up against. You know, there are some brutal facts here. Um, we've got to understand what we're up against. You know, these restrictions are going to be around for a couple months, probably in the least. And then even when they go away, you know, we're going to see phase two and phase three of this virus, which are very large, uh, you know, essentially very large periods where a lot of people contract the disease. And those are, those are just, that's the history of pandemics. So, you know, we've got to know what we're up against. We've got to develop a plan for it, and we'll get through it together. We'll win together. And that's what we're going to do. So I love you guys. Um, I'm here with everybody. And, of course, you know, we'll be updating uh, as, soon as, new, uh, as soon as new information comes to light. Obviously, there's a lot that's happening on a daily basis and coming to light on a daily basis. And we're staying on top of all that. 
And in the meantime, we're having the best months we've ever had. <laughs> so you guys are earning record payouts. You're earning record checks. We're hitting record sales numbers. We're hitting record install numbers. And until anybody tells us otherwise, we're going to keep doing that. So um, amazing work. I'm so inspired truly by um, all the ingenuity in this organization and all the the ways that people um, thrive and adapt and continue to make it happen. And it just goes to show how great the leadership in this community is. There's so many good leaders. There's so many um, talented individuals. There's so many people that I'm just proud of, proud to be partnered with. And that's not going anywhere. And we're just going to keep getting better and better and better. And we're going to lead humanity through this. So, uh, with that being said, you know, stay COVID-free, stay healthy, um, stay crushing it, stay on top of your game, stay inspired, stay thinking creatively about the challenges and how you're going to solve them, stay generating customers, stay generating referrals, stay on our trainings so you can teach yourself more updated skills that are going to add value to your life in many ways. Just stay being awesome and uh, we're going to keep breaking records and making magic happen and uh, changing the world because that's what we do. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I bid you all a good evening, and uh, I can't wait till we speak again soon. If you've got any questions, head over to Facebook, and uh, we can chat on Facebook, keep the conversation moving forward. And, uh, and I'm, very much, I'm very much looking forward to our leadership through this time and, and getting to the other end of it and through the other side and uh, looking back and uh, one day being proud of how we all handled it and uh, being stronger and better because of it. So with that said, good night, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.